0: So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Easy Conversations. Thanks a lot to everyone who listened to the last episode featuring the Holy Matt and I. I hope you enjoyed listening to our full random recommendations episode. And we gave you quite a few movies, TV shows, and albums to take in over the last few weeks. So now for episode one, zero, zero of Easy Conversations, The Century Club I'm extremely excited, of course, to be back in the studio virtually with
1: the whole mass of people. What's going on, everybody?
0: We're finally here. I think
1: I've mentioned this episode, like, in the intro of the last 10. It's exciting, actually. Not a lot of podcasts hit 100. Um, it's going to be a co- really cool episode, I think, tonight, like, where we incorporate things we've done in the past, do, like, mini segments. Um, anyways, I'll let you continue, Eric, but, like, I want to keep talking more about, like, hitting the milestone in a
0: second. Well, yeah, so that's basically going to be the first segment that we'll be doing for this episode. So, yeah, for our 100th episode of Easy Conversations, first of all, thank you so much again to everyone who listens to the pod, supports it, talks about it. We really appreciate it and um, makes me very happy to hear whenever I hear that someone's enjoying what we're putting out there for you all. So, thank you very much before we get into it. Yeah, it was a... It was a tough one to figure out what we wanted to do, first of all, topic-wise. For the 100th one, it couldn't just be like a random, like, all right, we're going to go over this movie series for this episode. We do that enough for any other episode, so (laughs) I think the way we decided to go about it for this one is really representative of the whole pod and of ourselves. So we're going to be going over uh, thoughts on the pod, the first 100, then into the next 100, and just... We're going to go over a few things, but the first one will be, like I said, yeah, the journey to 100. Opening thoughts for me personally on our first 100 episodes and what it means to get to 100, it's been a journey. like It's going to be five years of doing the pod in March, which is still a little ways away. But it's been, and the first sentence I wrote down for this was, Like one of the things that I liked a lot in the early days was the grind of getting guests on the pod. Because when it was just me for those first uh, around 25 episodes, it was definitely harder because I always had to go out there and find someone to come on the pod. And I did want to consistently put out episodes. Like I wasn't as consistent as we are right now, Matt, because it was hard at times to get guests, but that's also something I enjoyed a lot. And, um, now like I'm I'm very happy that it's like way easier now that we just if we don't get a guest just us two and then it's like automatic we know what we're doing and um, we come up with good ideas and have great conversations the two of us but when it was just me like that was a, a big thing where I would always reach out to people and be like hey do you want to talk about this like I'd come up with an idea that they could mm-hmm. be the expert and I could just ask questions and yeah yeah it was a bit of a different vibe when I was like kind of going more interview style and now we're fully into the easy conversations where we just talk. Mm-hmm. So there, that's been a transition for sure that I've seen. Um, so that would be my first point on the the first hundred episodes.
1: You said a lot of good things there, Eric. Um, first of all, uh, I remember when, you, when easy conversations first came out and you had a get different guest every episode. And I'm like, I knew it was coming eventually. I was like, well, he's going to ask every cousin to appear on. So, or almost every cousin. And it's like, My turn's going to be up soon. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm probably going to have to go on, talk about movies or something. So there was always that in the back of my mind. I was, I'm an avid podcast listener. And when you started it, Eric, I'll be honest. I was like, oh, it's probably like most podcasts don't survive past 10 episodes. You know, they start, it's like sitcoms on TV. You know, they get canceled right away or they don't, they, the podcaster loses loses interest. But, uh, but then like you kept going strong and strong. And I think I was on in the twenties, I believe
0: no you're um, no you're in the 18? teens um
1: 18 right
0: I, I I think 14 to be honest i have 14. to go back but okay. um in the teens okay. for sure okay i think 14
1: yeah actually i was just telling a coworker about my podcast actually and he was shocked that i had been doing it so long and i'm like well my cousin's been doing it longer and he started he was on every episode he's on every episode obviously but yeah, I, to me, Eric, different. That was a different Matt back then that you interviewed in twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah, twenty seventeen. It was eighteen. 18. Or twenty eighteen March. You just said that. Yeah, like that was. I was a totally different person. So it's weird looking back. Like I, I think I'll listen back one day and be like, oh, that was a time of my life there, and that was I was doing this at this. It's a good time capsule, is what I'm saying. This, it's gonna be great memories. But no, like a lot of podcasts I listen to don't don't make it that long to a hundred. So Eric, like congratulations, you do all the heavy, he does all the heavy lifting, folks. He's the architect of this podcast. I just show up. Um, I tell people that I work. I'm like, it's not my podcast. My cousin's podcast. I'm just the co host. I just show up, and we think of the topics together, which is nice actually to have. Like right, Eric, like it alleviated a lot of stress. I know when I came on board. Correct.
0: For sure. I'm just going to say like, uh, thank you for the compliments. I don't see it that way. Like, I see it as our podcast, like together that of course I did start, but a hundred percent, very collaborative efforts. And uh, it, it does make it a lot easier that it's two of us now who can who come up with ideas. Like for this one, these are all like, I had similar thoughts for this, but you gave the structure for the episode and, uh, has been the case quite Mm -hmm. often so I do like how we bounce off each other with ideas like you'll have an idea and then I'll suggest a little tweak on it and vice versa and uh, always come up with the best product together yeah
1: I was also going to say Eric it it's a lot of work to do a podcast and your consistency your your thrive to be consistent your drive to be consistent is very like admirable really because I've seen I see a lot of podcasters burn out and like, you put in a lot of hard work. Most people don't realize how much work. It's not just, like, showing up and talking. You got to think about it throughout the week. Like, you know what the topic is. Now you need to think about what you're going to talk about. It's not e- always easy. Like, now I'm more comfortable, obviously more comfortable. But, like, at the start, I was... The day before, I was, like, thinking, like, hey, what am I going to say? Like, it's it's very hard. And the fact that you... Re- well, that we both reached 100... I think it's quite an accomplishment. something I would like tell some in an interview, like tell me something about yourself or you know something uh, one of your hobbies on the side. Because reaching a hundred episodes is no small feat. Maybe only five percent of podcasts reach it. You know, it's it's awesome. And I never like at the start, I never never in a million years would have thought you would have done a hundred episodes. And that's just because most podcasts don't reach a hundred, right? So.
0: Yeah, I'd probably be lying if I said I knew or thought I would reach like the 100, right? You never know. There was a lot of hiatuses, too, where Mm -hmm. I'd go months without dropping an episode. And I re not rebranded, but like said that I was going to drop every two weeks a few times. And it just didn't happen. It wasn't the case. Very, I am very proud of the 100 episodes. Like every one that we do, I'm extremely proud. And like you said, like it's not really easy to make it to 100. It's longevity. Like there is a lot of work behind the scenes. Like editing the pod too is definitely a sneaky big task that um, goes with the pod. That's like the length of the episode of like that you're hearing and then some, right? Because there's a lot of pause Mm -hmm. and cutting up stuff as well. They're trying to make us sound as good as possible. But I enjoy it, and it's like you said, it's a great hobby and something that's just it's fun to do. Like it's not work it um though like i said like it is work in a sense but it's not at the same time like it's the easy yeah. be the easiest job to be paid for full time i would say oh my and, god um, another thing too is like uh, when i think of the journey here to 100 as well like the promoting aspect that um especially when i used to go into the office like that was a big part of my of my personality at work like, i was the. Uh, podcast guy like some people literally obviously they knew my name but i remember there's one coworker of mine who'd always come up to me like podcast podcast like that's just those are interactions (laughs) just i don't think he ever listened but he knew that i had a podcast and i would just go around like oh, episodes dropping episode six is dropping next monday check it out and uh, it was a lot of fun i'm sure annoying to some people but um thank you to all who um bore with me and um took all those weekly snap bi-weekly snapchats that I would send just promoting the pod. I've definitely eased up on that. That is something Mm -hmm. that in the last months, if not year, honestly, I've definitely toned down it because I'm sure it is annoying (laughs) to always get snaps saying the pods out. But that being said, thanks. Whenever um, we post on social media, um, the likes and the, the comments are always appreciated. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah, like another thing I want to know for the, not, not already going to skip ahead to the next 100, but one thing that I did yeah. want to pose to the listeners was like I, we record every episode, of the video, but I don't post them all on YouTube. And I do wonder, I would like to know if people watch them on YouTube and would want all episodes on there going forward. I'm going to post this one for sure. Episode a hundred got to put it up on the tube, but I would be interested to hear if if anyone right now is listening and watches on YouTube or doesn't, just pause, let us know, and then we'll just take that feedback and work with it constructively. So, yeah, that would be my uh, other comment on the the journey was like the promoting and um, yeah.
1: That's awesome. I was like throughout these one hundred episodes, Eric. Like I've I've definitely had times where I was like not really feeling it in terms of like oh I you know, when you have a busy week, but like you always motivated me and your consistency motivated me to like, just suck it up sometimes and stop being a wimp and like just power through it. Like a lot of times, like basically, you know, like during COVID when COVID started and I was living by myself and I was working on nights and it was like, ah, I gotta, but like you, you're just like, no, no, we're doing it (laughs) point final. And then I'm like, all right, you know what? F it We're doing it We're doing it Good And you know what While doing it was the best I was so glad I, I'm so glad like you just Didn't You know That we just were consistent Every two weeks basically Yeah So That's that was a good, good point and Yeah.
0: honestly first of all I never got the sense That you didn't want to do episodes Other than that, You're yeah. right the, the start of COVID Was kind of a That could have been a point Where we slowed down a bit But yeah. We didn't I'm glad that was the case But, and then after that, we always rolled and me too. Like I for sure had a lot of days where like, I was like, all right, I had a big day at work and now got to find some energy for the pod. But then whenever we'd both show up, it was like we're both energized and feed off each other. And then, you couldn't tell that. I, or maybe you could if you're listening. You're like, oh, Eric doesn't have it tonight. So I don't know. But like, I never, I always felt like, all right, let's go. Second uh, second wind and uh, let's roll. And we always uh, yeah. always did. We're ready to roll and it mattered. So can, when I have an 11 o'clock yeah. hockey game, I'm gassed at 9.45. But then when you get to the rink, you're just ready to roll. So oh, yeah. That's how I would compare it. Podcasting is an amateur sport in its own right. Yeah.
1: You guys just be mentally tough like... You can be like, you can't just wing it. I I found that early on. I can't just wing it. I have to like think about like formulate my thoughts or else nothing's going to come out. But uh, yeah. Did we want to look at like what the next?
0: One last point that I just thought of in talking about preparation, like what you're going to say next and all that. So one thing that I used to do a lot more in the early days, and early days could be like as high as like in episodes maybe 50 or 60. I don't remember when I stopped, but I used to prepare way more in terms of writing down notes and things that I wanted to say in the long form, not like full on scripts there, but I did have like when I prepared like what I was going to say about a movie, I would write long thoughts and then I had some lines that I knew I was going to say. Now I don't do that as much like at all. I write little things that I don't want to forget, but I don't write as many like more elaborate notes than I did before. And I'm glad that's the case, honestly, because now it's it mm-hmm. makes it more organic and not that it wasn't before, but when you go in with a like, um, cheat, cheat or something there, you're coming in with an advantage. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's a change that's happened for sure. And, um, over these hundred episodes, and it would be weird if nothing had changed, right? Like you said that you're not the same person that you were when you recorded. Mm -hmm. It was episode 14. I just went back. So that was released January 14th, 2019. Wow. Yeah. It'd be, it's great that we're both not the same people that we were when we did that episode and like 20 episodes later. And like you said, they are, they are time capsules and that's another reason why I'm very proud of the pod is it could go back listen to an episode from 2020 early COVID days and uh, see where we were at back then. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well said, Eric time capsule memories and we're going to create more like we're not obviously we're not stopping after a hundred or at a hundred. So I just, I'm excited because I know we're going to come up with like crazy new ideas. Like I loved your, like the Disney versus Pixar, like a Coliseum-esque battle. Like, and uh, like the, dra- the, the movie draft we did like with casting our own movie, stuff like that. I, I, I feel like I'm going to like research more and listen to more podcasts and try to steal like some good ideas from them. And I just think we can come up. There's the possibilities are endless, right? Like we always think, hey, who thought of that idea first? It's such a simple idea. I feel like we can come up with like, like a good thing uh, that we haven't done yet. So that's exciting. So, yeah, I guess I guess all this to say, like, the listeners, you guys can look forward to, like, more, like, unique episodes, we'll call them, you know, where we're trying new ideas and hopefully they work. <laughs> and bring back some old favorites, too, eh? Of course. So.
0: For things that I would want to do in future episodes, like right. I, I also want to keep coming up with and or stealing concepts from other <laughs> podcasts for our own episodes. One thing that would be cool, I think, I don't know how exactly we'd go about this, but just more listener engagement and perhaps even incorporating wow. that differently in our own episodes rather than, because we do a lot of posting a question via poll on Instagram and then we tally up results and go over listener answers. But I wonder right. if there'd be a different way that we could maybe get... Like, I don't know if it'd be going about like a radio format where we just have, all right, we got a caller coming in and who like, who knows who it is. Like we pull up on Instagram. I don't know, like something like that where it could be more interactive. Just, just thought of that. That'd be fun because I always do love when people reply to the stories and all that, but I just want to change it up how we include them in episodes. So that'd be something to think about.
1: So like live interaction I love that. Perhaps. I never thought, I didn't even think of that actually. Even just like, if someone's like a, like a live chat, like just like text messages while, what they'd have to, mm.
0: yeah. They'd it'd have be to be in to on the to call. Figure out, but yeah, they, yeah it'd yeah, be cool yeah, yeah. to have a live component and, or, and, or it could be like, um, like they submit a video or something and we don't uh. listen to it until we do the live recording ourselves and play the recording, like something like that. And then engage with it or something. I remember one episode, this was a while ago, one of the early days, like episode 7. We had it was me, Sarah and Gus and then I called Mart in the episode and he asked a he asked us a question and mm-hmm. then I hung up on him before he heard our answers so that he would have to listen to the pod to hear our answers. It didn't really right. go over well with him, but it was an interesting way to engage listeners and um, <laughs> just, you know a different way to um, create content. So something yeah. like that maybe less um, offensive to the people who engage with us.
1: <laughs> also, maybe like get the missing cousins on the podcast, or like, my sister's never been. He's that bad? Maybe like you said, Dylan. I don't think would want to do it, but we can keep bugging him till he does. Maybe my dad. I don't know. My dad's already been on. Yeah. Maybe my mom or my girlfriend actually, but she never stops talking. So it might be a three hour podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I say that lovingly, but yeah, it'd be a long podcast. Uh, (laughs) I don't know where to continue with that thought. Um, We're just gonna. I know that's
0: something like get different guests. Like I wrote that down, right? Like that's something I'd want to do while obviously bringing back fan favorites is always nice. I would want to get some different people on here too. And even reach, maybe reaching out to people we don't know and like putting ourselves out there to get people from like, I don't know, like any sort of up and coming, uh, I don't know if business is the way we want to go, but like something local, like that's been suggested to me often that we should, try yeah. to branch out and like, interview people who are on the come up or something like that that's definitely something that i'll just be honest with is definitely more intimidating than getting someone we know There would definitely be more pressure in a pod like that but we've done a hundred of these it might be the time to take that next step and um be in- something to consider for sure who would it be i'm not sure but um might have to start becoming more open to that
1: yeah, I get it. It requir- requires more work, and but yeah, it's a good thought. I think your mom had that idea, but uh, yeah, yeah. She did. did you uh, do? You want to start with the first mini segment? Kick us off.
0: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into that right now. So yeah, we had a. speaking of like the first mini segment is based on a um a concept and format of a show that we did in the eighties, I believe is our trivia episode. So this is something that we could even incorporate another not. Maybe not every episode there, but every now and then just quiz each other on a topic of our choosing or the topic of the episode. But this one has the topic. This episode is the hundred journey episode journey. So we chose a topic each mine was the Marvel cinematic universe that Matt will quiz me on five questions and Matt chose the Academy Awards. So I got five questions. Mm-hmm. I actually have six for you, Matt. I don't know if these are hard or easy. So we'll see. Um, I got six
1: too, actually. Yeah.
0: Okay. It might just be six then. I can ask you your first question. So Academy Awards. Who has won the most Best Supporting Actor Awards all time?
1: Uh, men or women?
0: Uh... Man, man. So Best Supporting mm-hmm. Actor, just men for this one.
1: Is it? I think this is an older actor. Is it Walter Brennan?
0: That is correct. <laughs> Good
1: job. Yes. <laughs> I know he won three. He's an yeah. old school actor.
0: Uh, I don't okay. have that number. I think it was more than three, to be honest.
1: Four, maybe? Good. Okay. Uh, I know he won a Actually, lie. you
0: know what? No, I think you're right. I think it was three. Yeah. Good job. Awesome. I have no idea who this is, and I thought it was <laughs> a funny name. I was like, all right, let's throw this one in there. Good job. Thank you.
1: Um, I thought you told me DC trivia, so I got D No, I'm just joking. Okay,
0: I was going to say, oh God, this
1: would be ugly. <laughs> in Black Adam, what is, uh, I got, okay, I, I, I start from like easy, easier questions to harder ones. So in the MCU, on, on what planet can you find the soul stone?
0: Vormir, final answer. Correct. All right. I'm going to, so my initial second question is going to become my sixth one because it's kind of tough. <laughs> So I'm going to go. Okay. Actually, this one's not easy either. <laughs> it's okay. I want to be tested. This is tough. All right. Oh, who God. hosted the 2016 Academy Awards? <laughs> that is tough. Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm going to try to
1: think who won. What won in 2016? I believe it was like Moonlight and the La La Land Moonlight screw up. Unless you're doing 2016 and it's the for the year before, yeah. So it's, it's
0: oh, yeah, it's for the year before. Okay. So 2016 is for the 2015.
1: 2015. So 2015, it was um, what won Best Picture? Spotlight, I believe. Who was hosting that year? I'm trying to think who announced. Uh, I'm just gonna go like
0: Chris Rock. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. <laughs> Good job, man. Let's go.
1: Okay. Sweet. All right. My question. Number two, what state did Star, Lo- Star Lord grow up in? Peter oh, Quill.
0: What state? Frig. Okay. Yeah. This is your second easiest one. Um, well, that's tough. Maybe, okay. So know. I'm thinking Indiana is the first thing that came to mind. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, it's something there like, was a hint. like it's Midwest or something Frig. Okay. Wait, Indiana you... or. Yeah, I'm just going to go Indiana. That's all I got. Indiana. Final answer. Yep.
1: No, it's wrong. What is it? Missouri.
0: Yeah, I could maybe could have got there, but I, did, I just didn't know that. So okay. I didn't have the, the lucky enough. Chris rock guess energy there.
1: I just think back to an infinity war when he's having that scene and he's like, I'm from Missouri. And he's like, is that like, they have a whole conversation on it, but that is a sleeper reference. That's
0: all good. That's I won't forget that one now.
1: (laughs) All right. Yeah.
0: All right. So next one for you will be, what is the highest grossing rated R film to win best picture?
1: Oh, great question. Uh, damn. Just let me think for 10 seconds. I'll just go with, like, honestly, just the first movie that popped in my head. Silence of the Lambs. Final answer? Final answer. Yeah.
0: No, so it was um, Gladiator. Ah, nice. Okay.
1: Who is the bad guy in Thor 2?
0: Nice. I, you know I Honestly, I had a feeling you were going to ask me this. I didn't prep. <laughs> I just know this. Malekith.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yep. That's one that you you want to know his name just to make references yeah. <laughs> to cuz he's such a random villain he sucks so i've i just always have that one locked and loaded let's go ah um, good one okay so next one for you will be which movie won the most awards in the 2019 ceremony
1: mmm ah oh, shit so a 2018 movie which movie won the most awards ah <sighs> I know it's like a. It's not the movie that won Best Picture. That's for sure. I'm just thinking. I know, like the listeners are like, did we cut out?
0: Well, I'm gonna cut out some of this silence. I'm just. Understand. I'm
1: just thinking of like Nolan movies or Denis Villeneuve movies or giant like spectacles like that. Twenty eighteen. My brain's a little foggy right now too, but uh, it's a good question. I don't know, like. I'm not going to get this one right, but like like Dunkirk or something like that probably didn't even come out that year. What's the movie, Eric?
0: It is a Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah, okay. Won four awards. I'm assuming all technical.
1: And Ram- Rami Malik.
0: Did he win? Yeah. oh okay, yeah well.
1: Which eye did Thor lose?
0: Okay, that's uh, I mean. 50-50. I, okay. I'm pretty <laughs> sure... I'm pretty sure it's his left eye. He's down over the balcony. She lifts his head. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go left eye. Final answer.
1: No, it's the right eye, actually. Damn. You can Google <laughs> it so if you confident want. About that.
0: <laughs> i could visualize the left. Anyways, that's, you know, what are you going to do? It's a 50-50 yeah, I,
1: I Yeah, I triple checked, too. You were so sure of yourself. I'm like, damn. I, I You made me question <laughs> my my research to find the answer. <laughs>
0: Um, wow. Okay, so we nice. have another one for me. We're gonna do six
1: Yeah, I have six
0: or uh, yeah, we've asked four so we've far. done four, okay. yeah, so
1: tie score
0: Which film series has received the most nominations at the Academy Awards all time?
1: I gotta go at Lord of the Rings. final answer
0: It's a good guess. it is ah. Star Wars actually. Damn
1: it, because there's more of them therefore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, shit, I answered too fast. Damn it. Good question.
0: I uh, didn't think I didn't okay. think Lord of the Rings would creep Yeah. In.
1: I'll say my really tough one for last, but okay. question five. From which infinity stone did Carol Danvers get her power from?
0: Okay, that's um I don't want to pull a U here and answer too hastily, <laughs> so I'm just gonna make sure tesseract space stone final answer
1: correct good job eric (laughs) yeah
0: um okay last question so for this one we'll be looking for two names can you name me two of the five actors nominated for best actor in 2010 so these would be for 2009 movies of course two okay so two actors nominated for best actor in 2010
1: for, two, yeah, so I think Jeremy Renner was nominated for Hurt Locker. Ah, damn it, 2009. Should I just name actors that are always nominated?
0: I mean, that's, uh, a, that's one way to go about it.
1: What else came out that year, 2009? Damn it, just when you think, I think I know, like, oh, so much. So there's There's so much more to, like, learn and... All right, let's just do some guesses here. I only get 2 though. No, I can, I can only name one more name. Oh, damn it. Well, uh, if
0: Jeremy Renner is a final answer, you only have one left. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy
1: Renner is a final answer. I have a strong feeling. And uh mm. <sighs> The only two movies I can think of from that year are like Avatar and Hurt Locker. Let's throw let's throw a uh sh- <laughs> I don't want to take forever either. Let's throw a Anthony Hopkins. No, 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 no. That's not my final. Uh. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll uh, guess Denzel Washington. Final answer.
0: <laughs> so yeah, Jeremy Renner was corrected. Denzel unfortunately was not. Uh, you got Jeff Bridges from Ah uh, uh, Crazy Heart. George Clooney and Up in the Air. Colin Firth, a single man, man, and Morgan Freeman in Invictus would have been the other oh, options. Fuck,
1: Jeff Bridges. I knew, I, knew, I know Crazy Heart. Uh, damn it.
0: I thought you were going to get Bridges, Eric. to be honest. I, had a I know, and I,
1: I thought of him, but I'm like, when did Crazy Heart come out? 2011? Like, I wasn't <laughs> thinking 2009. Good question, Eric. Yeah, I love questions like that. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, I got a hard one. All right, good. Well, maybe it's super easy. It's Can you name all the members of Thanos's Black Order?
0: Okay, that is tough. Uh, I probably can't, but I'm going to try. So we got my guy, Ebony Maw. Um, <laughs> I 100% don't know the name of the big guy. And then okay. there's the girl is... Uh, I knew them I knew these names back in the day when Infinity War okay. and Endgame was more popular than like current, but uh, what's her name? I wanna get at least one more here. Ebony okay. Maw Nightshade or something like that. Like that's part of one of their names, I'm pretty sure. I I don't know. I don't know. I can't so get them right now.
1: Okay, so the the big guy is Cull Obsidian.
0: Never would have gotten that. Okay. Never the
1: girl, that. the girl is Proxima Midnight. Proxima Midnight, damn yeah. and The guy, yeah, the guy.
0: Kind of, oh my god! Proxima Corvus Midnight and Corbin, is it something like that. Cor- like Corb- Corvus Corbis Glade, is that not it? Corvus Glade,
1: Glave, yeah, Corvus Glave.
0: Okay, close enough. I'll take that.
1: <laughs> Give you point two five of a point there. I think you no, got. I think that's you no won point. though. No point. Yeah.
0: Are you good trying job. to get 0. 0.5 for the Jeremy Renner? Now is that how uh, how we're playing it?
1: <laughs> Pretty much.
0: No, good stuff. Uh, uh, that was a yeah. that's a tough question. Oh yeah. yeah. Proxima, midnight. I knew that, but that pff, obsidian never would have gotten
1: that. Yeah. Right. Me neither.
0: All right. Good stuff. So um yeah, we're good to go on to our next segment, which was yep. another one we've done with um, our former guest, Curtis. um, Five would-you-rather questions. I'm going to dive into the first one for you, Matt. Very mature question on my part. Would you rather have extremely loud farts that don't smell or silent farts that smell terrible? Which way are you leaning? (laughs)
1: The second one, silent farts that smell terrible because I can pass it off on someone else. Yeah, easy choice.
0: It is easy choice for sure. For some reason, I thought you were gonna go loud and proud, but um, <laughs> and I'm also no, no, gonna no. go silent but deadly in this yeah. situation. Easy to just right. pawn them off to peasants around you. Yeah. So yeah, that's my first question.
1: All right, my first question: If 85 year, 86 year olds are trying to kill you, no, I'm just joking. No, no more <laughs> okay. questions like that. Okay, so. Would you rather eat only vegetables for the rest of your life or meat? Can only like eat that this that food group.
0: Okay, yeah. Obviously love, like you need the protein, but then you could probably get supp- substitutes out of the veggies for your meat like be a big bean guy. Um no veggies. I need need veggies in there like too much meat is not a good thing, right? Like, you're constantly eating meat. I'm going to go veggies. You know, become a vegetarian. All right. You know, save. Also good for the planet, for the environment. I'm going to go veggies. Not to shame anyone who would choose meat in this situation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like me, yeah. <laughs> I would pick meat and just suffer.
0: <laughs> okay, so my next one. Would you rather live on a beach-like setting making just the right amount of money to live a a modest life or earn a high have a high earning job living in a fast-paced environment such as new york or london where you're always on the go but you're making bank and in this other scenario you're like not a beach bum but you're just like living a very chill out chilled out life like on a resort-esque situation but just just making enough to survive.
1: You know, a year ago, 2 years ago I would have answered option B, but I'm going to pick option A the beach because I've lived in the country now for like over half a year and that's kind of the vibe you were describing and uh that's 100% when I want like less stress. I can just sit my drinks on the beach and explore and like <clears throat> the high pa- high fast pa- like the fast-paced high life, like rich like that And I'm realizing it's not all that great. Like, when I lived near the city, like, it was always, like, busy stuff going on, lights on all the time. Like, it's not all that great cut out to be. Like, a lot of smoke and mirrors, you know, there's a lot of negatives to living in the city. So, like, I'm loving the country life right now. So, I would just... I'm picking option A, which kind of reminds me of that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I would also go with that. Honestly, I do feel like, like you said, it's not all that it's cut out to be making all this money. Like, probably way more stress. I would imagine it's night and day in terms of the stress levels. And like, especially with the years of COVID we've realized like what's more important, especially now that we've been able to take more time for ourselves and not be, not that we really like me having to go into work and all that. Like it wasn't really fast paced, extremely stressful environment, but it's nice to be able to be more chilled out and uh, you know, make as enough money to live, but not have to always be delving into the like extravagant, lifestyle that's not necessary for a happy life like a lot of those people who make that kind of money and are running around at all times like probably aren't as happy as people who just make enough and like in this situation anyways so i'm going option a as well awesome be, like some sort of beach bum uh matthew mcconaughey-esque <laughs> be, uh, yeah be chill you know, just work the tiki bar
1: <sighs> awesome so okay would you rather live in a world where aliens exist or in a world where they don't
0: um well if they come in peace i'm going aliens exist it'd be cool to if we could somehow interact with uh, extraterrestrial forms of beings yeah i would definitely choose inclusive with the aliens okay uh, see what they've been up to what kind of technology they have and um if it could also better our life on earth that'd be awesome so i'm going aliens for sure Yeah.
1: Same here. Just, I'm too curious. Like, yeah, you're taking a risk, but like, no, I I have to know exactly. No. Good answer.
0: So my next one is, would you rather give up drinking alcohol or coffee for the rest of your life?
1: (sighs) Uh, No, I'd easily give up drinking alcohol over coffee. Coffee just stimulates me a lot in the morning. Like I, it's how I survive my work day. And I've, I've gone, like, without drinking for weeks on end. Like, I could do it. Uh, no, no, need the coffee. That's a no-brainer.
0: I agree with you in the sense that I feel like right now I need the coffee. I definitely don't need alcohol. I'm actually on, a, like, a sober November situation. I feel great. I don't miss drinking at all. But I do love having, like, a couple of drinks to either celebrate an occasion and, like, have fun with friends. Like, it obviously amplifies your, uh, your senses. And, um, just like if at a part in a party setting, like I'd, it's been rare that I haven't been drinking. So I'd feel like I'd be missing out on that. And, um, right. I would, I would give up coffee to be honest. I love coffee, but I feel like I would uh, adapt and become a tea drinker. I didn't say no caffeine. I'd probably still need some sort of substitute, okay. but I would, uh, I would keep the alcohol around just for those situations there that obviously aren't, I don't drink alcohol as often as I drink coffee, obviously there, but it's, it'd be nice to still have nice, but uh, I'm glad that that's uh. not the case for me right now that I have to choose <sighs> between the two.
1: All right. So my next one is, would you rather, you have to give up one, basically you either have to give up playing hockey for the rest of your life or watch watching hockey for the rest of your life.
0: That's tough. Like, um, I play hockey, like almost, I, pretty much once a week. I do love it, but I I do watch more hockey than I play. Okay. Fantasy hockey. We've been over this in the fall episode. Yeah. While it sucks, I would probably give up playing to be honest, because it's, it's such a big part of my life. Like watching and talking about hockey. I'd be, yeah, I have a lot of hobbies too. So I'd, um, you know, suck it up and, uh, get other ones to replace hockey. (laughs) become a squash player you know there's other options out there you
1: yeah that might have been an easy one but yeah i picked the same as you
0: (laughs) would you rather skydive or bungee jump
1: oh skydive just last longer more of a thrill i bet you and yeah no skydive just because it lasts longer it looks more fun
0: yeah I, i agree it does look more fun bungee jumping looks terrifying and like yeah. You're relying on that rope or whatever it is that spring to just launch you back in the sky there. But what if, like in a probably a one in a million odds that it doesn't yeah. work as intended? Like that'd be a terrible way to go. Whereas I feel like skydiving you have so much time to be like, all right this shoot ain't opening. Like you're done. Like, all right, well come to peace with it, which is probably a hundred percent inaccurate, but I think skydiving would be way sicker. If anyone's seen Harold nice. and Kumar escape from Guantanamo Bay, secretary Fox flying through the air, uh, the boys, Harold and Kumar just swimming in the air. It looks like a ton of fun. I'm going skydiving all day. I want to do that one day. Like, that's on the list for sure.
1: Nice. Would you rather act in a star Wars movie or Lord of the Rings movie mm. and you get a supporting role? Okay. But speaking. that's a good Robo. question again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Being a Jedi would be pretty sick. Like Lord of the Rings, as much as I love it, probably one of my favorite trilogies of all time. It is one of my favorite trilogies of all time. There's um a lot of other content like it in the sense of like the fantasy world, medieval style, mm. like swords and all that. And I love all that stuff. But Star Wars, I feel like is such a unique universe and kind of tough to pass up. Uh, give me a red lightsaber. <laughs> Put me in of the mix of some Jedi and um, let's have some fun. Some good Mustafar-esque saber action. I'm going Star Wars. What about you?
1: Star Wars too. But I, I love like, I want to be a Jedi. Give me a red lightsaber. You're going to be an Inquisitor <laughs> is what you're going to be. Like uh, <laughs> That's awesome, Eric. No, Star Wars for sure. I'd want to be like a stormtrooper, like one of the, you know, like a common soldier that has like maybe a clone. That's what I, oh, okay, I can't okay. be a clone, never mind. <laughs> no, <sorry. laughs> but yeah, Star Wars for sure.
0: True, yeah. I, I kind of jumped the gun there saying I want to be a primary Sith lord. I'd be fine with being like a Padawan. Uh, I don't need to be the star and can just be like, I've, I've been the supporting actor in a couple of movies, so that's yeah. right in my wheelhouse um so my last question <laughs> my last question matt is would you rather rock a man bun or shave your head completely shave my head completely okay
1: i think i could pull off the shaved head and like the bigger bushier beard look i think i think that's what i'm gonna end up looking like anyways <laughs> <Derek>, so <laughs> awesome um, Seriously.
0: <laughs> you could also rock the man bun, like man bun beard combo you could do. I'm going to go man bun honestly because especially for like playing hockey, you know, get the flow going even though I said I'd give it up to watch it. Um but I'm I'd go man bun. I am um, I don't know how I would look with the shaved head to be honest. Uh, hopefully not coming soon, but you know, it's um the universe tends to unfold as it should and um play the hand you're dealt, but I'm going to go man bun in this situation. I also don't mind. Like when I have longer, I have longer hair right now and I like it. So um, man bun would be like a more like it would have to be well maintained there and all that there, but yeah, but I wouldn't willingly rock a man bun. Like that's not, okay. Not the path I'm looking to go down.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. My last one's kind of like philosophical and a little harder actually. But it's, would you rather, so in your life, would you rather have a pause button or a, or a rewind button? Kind of like godlike powers.
0: So is this something you could do like at any time?
1: Yeah, like, you know, you're about to head into work. You can press pause and then everyone's freezing and you can okay. go about and do whatever you want. But you can influence things around you, like move people around, you know. Or you can completely redo your day if you wanted.
0: I would rewind. Like just if anything rewind goes button. wrong, you have an instant do over. Like that's what I would choose. And, um, it's, that's like, you, you can't lose if you have a rewind button, like anything that doesn't go your way. Like, okay, that's how it played out based on what I did or said, or what that person did or said. Yeah. Let's, let's tweak it a little bit, like take two. And, uh, hopefully if, if, if it's like, also if it's an unlimited amount of rewinds, you literally um, can't lose. It's, I feel like that's also a way to like, get rich quick, like lotto and just run it back. You find out it also depends like how far back can you rewind. Right. But uh, if it's just like a, in the near past, that'd probably be like, make it a harder choice for me, but I'm still going to rewind. I feel like that offers you more potential and possibilities.
1: I think rewind too. Although you could get stuck into like an obsession of like, you've redone the same day, 80 times because you think it can get better and you, like get stuck in a loop, a, a voluntary loop, and like maybe fate intervening, and the same thing, all the same outcome always happens, and you just have to live with it. Um, pause button would be cooler. You can get like so much done. You could literally like get so much done in one second, and then just press play, and your your meals are already planned and cooked. Your house is cleaned already, and it's already it's only like seven a.m. But yeah, you would feel those effects. Though you would still be tired because you moved around for six hours. just time stood still right so and you would would you age faster because you know you've technically your body moved around anyways really interesting question i thought i found so it is yeah good answer i go and rewind too though
0: all right so that's another good segment just knocked out we're going to the next one now so bringing it back to again something we've done in episodes 40 and 60 i believe so well actually no that's going to be later but five things that you didn't know about us, which we kind of did go over in a few episodes. I get to know your hosts. So this would be like, this this is tough for me to come up with stuff that is unknown. Like I'm sure some, a lot of people will know some of these things that I'm telling you now, but like it should be news to a lot of people too. One thing, like the first thing I I thought of right away was um, when I was in grade nine, I got 16 detentions for trying to skip school that was a, a poor attempt where me and my friend Cameron, we, um, so I called the school pretending to be his mom, saying that I was staying at their house and we we're not God. feeling well and that we wouldn't go to school. And, um, the that did not fool the authorities whatsoever. And uh, ended up getting called when we were on our way to the mall, like, uh, 30, not even 30 minutes had passed since we had been dropped off at school and then left. <laughs> and then, uh, when Cameron's dad drove us back to school we were greeted by the principal vice principal my teacher and the the administrative assistant and you should have seen like the looks these people were giving us was like we had like committed the greatest crime of all time and I felt so bad too like my parents were away for the weekend at a hockey tournament so tough look for me But, um, you know, it's just funny now looking back and it didn't even take that long for it to become funny, honestly. It's, um, yeah. Um, and and then the walk of shame back into class, I remember grade nine chemistry class just walked in. Everyone kind of knew like, Oh, what happened? Like, where were you? Like they were calling you at the principal's office like the whole morning. (laughs) So it was like one of my only uh, rebellious moments as a kid. So yeah that'd be the first thing 16 detentions so it was four detentions for every class that we tried to skip and cameron was in grade eight so he had if not six like eight classes so for him it was like twice as many detentions as me and this was Whoa. late in the year too so we had to serve them we were serving them like two at a time so i had to stay during lunch and after school it was rough times don't uh wow did definitely don't try to skip did not school. know that or do it. It's I, like, why not? It's freaky.
1: I don't. I don't have any awesome stories like that, and I just have more like fun facts, like stuff like that. Just well,
0: that's a fun. I don't fact.
1: think many people know. Yeah, it's a yeah. That, that's like a good story you tell. Like mine are just like fact, like just like my first one is I was born six weeks premature, and I have mild asthma, so it's because of that. So yeah, that's my first one.
0: Okay.
1: No need to elaborate on that. <laughs>
0: Well, my next one would also again be school related. Um, I had to go to summer school in grade eleven because I forget if it's it's because I didn't get a good enough. I didn't. I definitely didn't fail the math class, but it's because my grade wasn't good enough, so I had to bump it up. So I had to go to summer school in grade eleven for okay. math, and I did not belong in this group. Like I'm definitely someone who did well in school by rule right. by large, and um, that math class just. Uh, gave me a tough time. No shame in that. But, like, I was with, like, hooligans in that summer class. And, like, anyways, I'm sure they're all great people. <laughs> gotcha. Actually, one of the guys there, I ended up, like, becoming kind of friends with him. And one day I gave him a ride home. And um, at the end of summer school, he, like, I don't remember if he wanted to, like, stay in touch or something. I was like, ah, no. Like, I'm not trying to still be friends with this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... In grade 12, first day of school, he went to my school now. Like, he was, he came over from the other school he was at before, which I forget where it was, but I saw him like, oh my God. And then he ended up becoming like a popular kid. And we're, we're actually kind of um, not close now at all, but like, it's it's all love when I see him kind of thing. And um, just funny seeing him again, like, at school uh, after being in summer class. And I was like, ashamed that I knew him from summer school and all that. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, summer school for the kid, grade 11.
1: I thought, I thought you were going to be like, and he appeared
0: on our episode, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, and it no. ended up being this guest. <laughs> Maybe down the road, who knows? He's a character, yeah, that's anyway. for sure. Okay.
1: Good story, Eric. Awesome. My next one is just, must have been like eight years ago, but I write down every movie I watched, obviously. And in one year, I watched my record 741 movies oh, one year. Wow. <laughs> oh. More than two a day. Let's go On, on. average. Yeah that's all it's pretty embarrassing but like it's impressive it's it's my record so i'll never break it again now like now i can barely watch one a day like i'm not even close to one a day so it's all good nice man it's when you have no life and
0: (laughs) (laughs) you dive deep deep into then it's jet fuel for pods like this where you share facts yeah there you go all coming full circle um my next one is more of just like it's it is just a fact it's um i used to be scared of dogs like i was a big anti-dog guy and it was two of my friends's dogs that kind of helped me get into the the dog game shout out mm-hmm. cosmo and bella yeah but before then like i was even with them i was kind of uncomfortable to be honest like when they'd run up to me and i was always like yeah yeah, yeah like it's all good but uh deep down I, I, they could smell the fear off me but uh, now i love dogs i guess since simba he's somewhere around here or there love that nice. dog and uh, yeah so i've become a dog person now but before i was not a dog person i think i remember
1: that i think i remember when you were young you weren't yeah that's cool me my next one is like i have zero zero absolutely zero tattoos or piercings and I feel like I should have a tattoo because everyone else does, but like that's not gonna let me influence. I'm not gonna get peer pressured, so it'll come with time, Eric. But yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if you want, I mean, it's. Uh, I also don't have any tattoos and piercings. Same, no piercings. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's. I feel like that's a preference thing and uh, shouldn't be peer pressured into it. There, it's if you want yeah. to, like, go for it. But but no, there definitely are a lot of people who have some. It's a popular mm-hmm. thing for sure. My next one would be, and I I think this um probably won't be the case down the road like forever there. But um despite doing the pod and uh, being really good at like from like just a strength of mine at presentations, like I still get nervous for them every time I do a presentation, and I still got nervous to do pods like until not too long ago. Like now I'm not really nervous anymore. Before I was for sure still. Like had them nerves and um, for presentations, I still do though. Like it has not gone away. And that's something that in high school I was really good at. Like I said, still am now at work, but still like always nervous before them. And then as soon as you get going and it's that 1030 puck drop or whatever time it starts at, then it's just like, all right, nerves out the window, let's go. But uh, either unfortunately or fortunately, I'm still nervous for them.
1: Completely normal too. And, me too eric i'm the same and i think you're way more like i'm like times a 100 super nervous uh my next one is something i hate to admit but like i probably never even said this out loud in my life but like okay so we all like the listeners may know like i used to play pokemon go on my phone the android game the phone game and but uh, what i failed to mention is i played it for like five years very very competitively like at a high level which means playing it all the time and spending upwards to like 140 dollars a month to play this game because you can buy lots of items and it allows you to progress very quickly in the game and get a lot of good shit. so yeah maybe for like a solid like maybe two years like 140 a month on this game which is ridiculous now i could have used that like save so much money but yeah that's uh something you didn't know about me yeah
0: that is a lot. Like I would not have guessed <laughs> that like that's what the game could require for like oh, yeah. to be successful in it. But hey, like that's again, it's like lessons learned and also Yeah. I'm sure you were able to still save a lot of money and you need you do need hobbies, right? And if that's something yeah. that you did and yeah. like that you spent money on, like that's I think that's fine, honestly. Like there's just nothing wrong with that. But no, like it's it's definitely not not a lot of money though per month. Like that's for sure. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Now that you got now that you got a mortgage, I don't think that that flies no. anymore. <laughs> God no. So uh, my last one is actually a very extremely recent fact. It's um I have a cat now. So Andy and I Ooh. adopted a cat, a kitten. Saw that. Less than a week ago now. She's a real cutie. Her name is Ovi in honor of oh. Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. <laughs> and, we're um, wow. big fans and yeah, she's uh, a lot of energy. It's fun to have a pet in the house as well. Like, um, good life, like another presence. And, uh, she's like, I'm, I find myself like laughing at a lot of things she does. Like, I you know, like people find cats funny. Like I never really did, but now that I have a cat, I get it. You know, it's, uh, something yeah. you got to just have to understand. I also feel like people who just say like, they don't like cats, uh, they're not really exper- or maybe they are in some cases there, but I feel like a lot of times it's not really out of experience. It's just like a thing to do, but yeah. when you have a cat and you're actually around one, they're so f- cute and like loving. There's not as, not in the same way as a dog, like a dog will always come to you first. A cat's attention or um, affection is more earned. Like um, Robert De Niro mm-hmm. said in uh, meet the parents. Man forgot his name in the movie there but um jack jack or yeah nice yeah jack. yeah so yeah we have a kitty it's uh she's super cute wow and it's a fact that i'm sure many did not know about me
1: congratulations eric that's awesome i i did see like i think on snapchat some i did i did see it online yeah awesome um my okay my last one is totally like kind of a downer compared to what you just said and we're not going to talk about and discuss it because it could be a whole episode. But, like, I do not believe in, like, heaven or hell or, like, an omniscient, like, yeah.
0: Mm,
1: okay.
0: Yeah. That's fine. That's a, Everyone has their belief system. Yeah, that's definitely something to to talk about for a future episode as well. For sure.
1: For sure. I have lots of thoughts on that, too, on religion, actually. There you go. Future episode. Maybe if we want to depress everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's like a philo- philosophical uh, conversation, right? We did intro to philosophy. Then it could be advanced right. philosophy for the depressive. Do I, I don't know. Anyways, I'm just thinking out loud here, but, um, yeah. um, all right, good stuff. So along the same lines, like I don't have five, but I have a couple that I could rattle off as yeah. well there, which would be similar in the similar vein, five quirks about us that we have like OCDisms. My first one is, this is something that I'm working on as well. It's, I'm, like, I very much like and almost need things to go the way I have them in mind. Like, I like to think I'm an easygoing person, but I'm not really, to be honest. Like, I always have, like, an idea (laughs) of how I want things to go. And, um, if they don't go that way, it's, um, I get annoyed. So, um... I have a ton of stories I could just share. I'm not going to there as stuff yeah, yeah. that's happened recently. I'm like, all right, I got to chill. And, um, yeah. yeah. So like an example, not story related, just like an example of a situation would be like getting to the airport. I like need to get to the airport early. Right. I don't want to take a chance that something will happen either along the way or even through security. I also actually have had quite a few close calls of missing my flight. So that's like, that's where the fear comes from. It's not completely irrational, but like, I'd rather be there like sitting in the terminal three hours in advance, just knowing that if something does happen, it's going to be because of the plane, not because of me or like a factor outside of my control. Like we're here, we're not missing our flight as long as it's on time or whatever. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, that's an example. Like I do like when things go the way I have in mind, but like I said, that's something that I am definitely working on. Just go go with the flow more.
1: That that's really one of mine is that. So just I'll just eliminate it. One of mine was I always arrive early to all my appointments and like to work. So we'll just we'll just I'll just take that one away and give you my first one. um But yeah, I totally get you, Eric. I'm the same. I have to be early. Um, but my first one is like I'm a mild like clean freak i guess you call it kind of, not like monica Geller clean freak but like just <laughs> i like things organized and i like straight and i it's the more the older i get the more it's been enhanced i guess and like I, I i'm reading my my list of five and it's really only like three things and a couple of them are examples of mild clean freak and organization because like one one on my list i'm just going to shorten my list i guess it's like when I shower, I always like shower and shave like in the precise same order, mm. like always right side of my face first, always like the same. It's it's really weird. And then when I dry myself, I have a routine, a routine in the shower routine. I don't know. Maybe that's normal. Maybe everyone does that. But like I'm very routine OCD oriented. <laughs>
0: I didn't even think of that, but that's true. I always shave the same way, like right side first and work my way to the left. Like, it's like something I never thought about, but that is true. I do think that that's probably something that most people do, to be honest. Oh, yeah. And, um, but then I also thought about, like, I know hockey players, like, We're both hockey players. Like, put their equipment on a specific way. I never do for that. Like, I just... Whatever shin pad or elbow pad I get, I just throw it on. Like, it does not have to be a specific order. Uh, But shaving, yeah, for sure. Always right side, right to left. My next one is... This is pretty random, but it's something that does bother me. It's when people ask a question via messenger text and don't put a question mark. Like, I don't (laughs) like that. It's... (laughs)
1: bad grammar it's,
0: first of all it comes off as almost rude too like maybe it's like uh being a polite person you know just add the question mark it comes off as more blunt in my opinion and it, i don't know it just bothers me can't explain it got it or i guess i just did but yeah question mark if you ask me a question just, just throw the question mark in there please
1: yeah <laughs> you're you're just like my girlfriend she hates like bad grammar bad punctuation and like text messages. it drives her nuts like probably well, gra- just like i don't really weird, care so.
0: about the grammar to be honest it's okay. more like it's that the specific punctuation scenario.
1: okay fair enough one of my next one's like a quirk is i laugh way too hard at my own jokes and i do it all the time and like i need to stop it because it's like i'm kind of influencing the audience i think when i do that like they're kind of laughing with me or making it look really awkward <laughs> so yeah that's one of them one of my quirks
0: I mean I think that's totally fair though like I also laugh at my own jokes I uh, yeah. it's good I mean that just fosters an environment where laughter is promoted right like you yeah. got you got to get the ball rolling set the tone and then others if you build it they will come situation yeah so um, yeah, yeah I, I totally get that my next one again is text message related it's I expect and almost need people to answer me when I ask a question on Messenger, specifically when it's for like organizing something. If I need and this, I feel like this is totally fair. When I'm organizing something like to get people together and I'm asking people for okay, which date works best for you? Like I'm putting yeah. a poll together. And then people read it and don't vote. That annoys me. And then I message them individually like, "Yo, vote on the poll. Like, we need your input." So when i've done that like 2 days ago so <laughs> it's um it is a it does bother me if i put the time in to organize something i expect the bare minimum to be answered <laughs> which is answering whether or not you're available or like all that stuff so yeah that's a ocdism of mine if you read that's the message one. answer me somehow
1: that's a really good one yeah i can totally see that that would bug me yeah Or, um, I'm just going to combine my last two because like one of them is part of being like an organizational freak, but one of my quirks is since 2011, I've been written down every movie I've watched. So in the last 11 years, I know exactly which movies I've watched, which is kind of like that binder where I write down everything is like worth that has so much value to me. I'd pay like $10,000 for it. Cause it's like literally I need to photocopy it, Eric. I have like one copy of it, (laughs) but, uh. Okay, but my next, my my actual uh, next one is for, for 10 years straight, I ate Cheerios every single morning. Probably from 2000, probably since right after high school to like when I moved out by myself. Cheerios every morning, like clockwork. Didn't matter if there was another breakfast, like going out for breakfast, I'd have a bowl of Cheerios right before, or, you know, a couple hours before. So, huge Cheerio fan.
0: Still are, or like is that has that been nipped in I've, the bud
1: that's it's been nipped in the bud eric yeah
0: <laughs> for health reasons anyway we don't need don't know me no need no, no, to cry no. here but i also <laughs> want to ask like regular whole grain uh honey nut cheerios apple cinnamon what are we talking here anything goes or
1: i'm not a psychopath so definitely not the normal ones like the plain ones, <laughs> that would no, honey and nut,
0: hilarious honey
1: and nut for sure
0: yeah <laughs> okay nice yeah, just plain Cheerios would have been a questionable call. But no, Honey Nut, like, that's a top tier. If we're ever doing a cereal a draft episode, like, that's going in the first round. it's For you, for sure. <laughs> but, um, so, my last one is um, just something, like, I guess, it, I don't know if it's a quirk or OCDism, but I just put it down here. It's like, always like... almost need to keep busy at all times. Like very rarely do I ever just chill. Like I won't off. You won't catch me often just sitting around, not doing anything. Like I'm always doing something, thinking of something, watching something, listening to something. Like I always, almost always listen to a pod or music when I do anything. So that eliminates just sitting and I don't know just not doing much um and yeah, like i have a lot of hobbies so there's always something to keep me busy it's like last a few weeks ago i just chilled one day like in bed all day and andy was like "Like who are you like this isn't you like it's just a complete 180 for my character to just be like not doing anything and it felt great i was like kind of hung over but um also <laughs> just um yeah out of character but felt good but for the most part like i always need to um, to be doing something that's awesome gift and a curse i i you know?
1: Yeah. I have a twinge of that too, Eric. I, I understand. Like I can't just sit still anymore, especially with my phone in my hand. Like, yeah, I always have to be like multitasking. So yeah, that's a good one, Eric. I relate to that.
0: All right. So I man, believe now.
1: Our... Yeah. Go ahead. Eric. Yeah. I
0: was just going to say, so our last segment now is our, will also be our draw for, um, yeah. some custom easy conversations, merch for, um, episode 100, of course. So we didn't ask me anything. So for the listeners to submit questions and then we'll answer them on the spot. So the first one we got was from my cousin, Dan. He said, talk about your greatest memory in China. So this would, I believe, only be geared to me. Yeah. Yeah, You've got a super China (laughs) trip in the holster. But I did go to China (laughs) in 2012 for my um, grad trip. And that was the first time that I went on a, like a major trip outside of North America. Like I'd been to resorts and stuff and to the States before. Yeah, that was a big one. A lot of stories that came to mind, like obviously Great Wall of China is always the first thing I think of when I think of China, like that's the most impressive thing I've ever seen in my life. Like in terms of like just nature and, um, then human built scenery, it's unbelievable. But the, um, I have a couple one was like we did, we went to Shanghai, Beijing, and then these two, which I forget the names, villages, which were really cool because that was more like authentic China, I want to say, like in the, the mountains and all that. It was really cool. And we went on these wooden rafts down a, a massive river. And honestly, it was kind of, It made me think of Fellowship of the Ring when they're on the river, the Anduril, Andurin River, I think is what it's called. And then there's these massive mountains around us and forest-like setting. Like, I filmed some of this stuff back in the day on, like, a digital camera. I, I got to dig up this footage and do something with it. Um, and that was really cool. Like, we ended up, we also went down, like, on this river, a little waterfall. Like, it was very, very small there. Like It was just, like, a little dip down the waterfall. If it was a big fall, like, it would have been very dangerous. But that was really cool. I just wish I remember where it was. Like, I don't know the name off the top, but that's... um. That's a, a very it was a very cool moment, and we were up in the mountains too. Like it was some one of my profile pictures on Facebook is me up there. I was trying to like pose and look cool there. Um, it's a pretty funny picture, and yeah. So that would be mine, um, for sure. Like a lot of others awesome, there, but next question we got similar questions from two people. So the first one was from Andy and Curtis as well. They both asked the same question as what is your favorite moment from doing the first hundred episodes? And Andy's was actually specifically favorite episode to record. So I think they're similar. Let's go with that way. Like favorite moment and favorite episode I think is similar. So let's loop them together. Matt, I'll throw it over you first. Favorite episode to record.
1: Oh, and I'm going to be forgetting, like I thought about this a lot and I'm going to probably be forgetting one of my favorite, like some favorite moments, but I, I I'll always remember the episode where we recorded it. You were at your parents. I walked over there to record in person pre COVID and you had, Bassem and Curtis there and I had met them the episode where we did our comedy, the comedy episode, right? Like top five yep. comedies. Yeah. Yep. That one was great. I felt like we were all like, I thought, I feel like that's one of our strong, that's the episode I recommend a lot actually to people. Yeah. I love, I loved everything about that. Just like getting to your house and like the setups there and we're all there. Like that was awesome, Eric. And I'm sorry if I, like, yeah, right, isn't it? So, I like, I'll, I'll always look fondly back. I'll always look back fondly on that episode.
0: No, me too. I love that episode. That was one of the first ones where you were, like, on the cusp of, if not officially on the pod as full-time co-host at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, that <laughs> was a, a great yeah. one for sure. There's a ton of episodes, honestly. And this might, like, this might sound rigged, but the episode with Andy is, like, one of my favorites, to be honest. Like, recording, getting her on the pod, too, was, like, I asked her, like, a lot of times to come on and when she finally did like that's one that a lot of people also messaged me about and like it was the like zach was away he was in rochester back then and i remember him listening to it and saying like oh like because we laughed a lot in the episode and a lot of people did say like oh like a lot of giggles in that one and it was just really fun like with her and um i thought it was a great conversation a good topic social media and society great episode episode 18 check it out yeah it's one of my favorites and um my favorite episode to record, getting Andy on there. I want to get her on again, so we'll see if uh, we can get a, a round two in 2023. Awesome. So, the next one was from the homie Justin <coughs> Mocktinger. So, his question was, what are you looking forward to the most in 2023? It's tough to say. Like, There's a lot, I think a lot of things coming in 2023. 2022 is a big year, right? Like, well, for myself, I did I had three trips. So, Tough to top that, but I think there are, like, it's there's going to be more big things to come. Um, what about you, Matt? Do you have an answer?
1: Yeah, like, I thought a lot about this, too. Um, 2022 was probably a year, the biggest year of my life. It was the first year of my 30s. I the, What I learned in 2022, what I've learned in the last year, is more than I've learned, like, in the last nine or ten combined like I've did not I'm not gonna be like they got a big reality check on like what living is actually like but I got I learned so much about like you know what doing thing doing things for other people means and like how it makes me feel and growing a relationship getting a home like I've done so much in the last year in terms of that like being more independent it's been like life altering for me and I just want for 2023 to just see that flourish even more and learn new things and like feel different, different feelings that I didn't know. I felt like that I felt this year, like they're going to evolve and get even better, I guess. So that's what I'm hoping. And that's what I know will happen. So just keep on growing as a person, as an adult. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think like that's basically what I was struggling to communicate as well. Like that's what I'm looking forward to the most is like everything that's to come and like that we don't really know either, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, and saying that one of my OCD isms slash quirks is like wanting to wanting things to go a specific way. I also don't want everything mapped out specifically in life. Like, I mean, it's mostly for like specific things that are happening right now that I want things like plans and stuff. But um, like long term plans and just events to come like i'm excited for everything that's to come next year and um, i think another big year like so far i agree with you too 2022 has been one of the biggest and best years of my life as well so many great things that have happened and i'm looking forward to seeing those things um, continue to grow next year so the next one is from um, taunt mary hers was how about if you could get any movie or musical star on the podcast who would it be i thought a
1: lot about this too obviously i do have answers like i'm thinking like we don't want a celebrity to come on and be like a dick or blow us off so like i'm thinking we have to pick someone that's like personable and would actually like want to talk to us well i honestly i i'd want to get ryan reynolds on our podcast we have a small connection with him he lived in vanier like we could that could be our in like we start off with that like oh where did like like talk about Ottawa and stuff, and then we talk about he he's he loves like a lot of things movies g- like games like sports like he's very knowledgeable very seems like a, such a cool guy to talk to so like I'd bring someone like Ryan Reynolds someone with a personality uh, a but I think pick. he'd be perfect, yeah, that's my pick
0: might end up being a minority owner of our uh, Ottawa senators so yeah I'd uh, be a, that's a great answer um I don't know, to be honest. Like the first thing I thought of was like actor that I would want would be someone who is, I've seen a lot of these videos on YouTube, which are the actors roundtables. If anyone's right. seen them, you know what I'm talking about? And if not, I strongly recommend they get a bunch of great actors and get them around a table and they just talk about life and stuff. And I've watched quite a few of these and the actors on there are always super insightful and they come off as very wise and interesting people. And this might be a crazy name to throw out there for myself because I've only seen this guy in like two movies, but I do think based on seeing him in that actors round table and what he's going to be in down the road, I feel like Jonathan majors would be a very interesting person to get on here up and coming actor. And if you've seen this guy in interviews, very smart dude and just cool. You only hear good things about him. This is, I just thought of this off the top. There's for sure better names, but that's what I'm going with. I'm also very pumped and excited to see him as Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man, the Wasp, Quantumania. That's uh We could cash awesome. in on the recent, see, recent success of Creed 3 as well. That'd be my pick right now. All right. I like it. But yeah, first choice would be Ryan Reynolds. Like, I, I like your idea for sure. <laughs> then the last question we got was from mart his was is the new avatar finally coming out what are your expectations i've long said until i finally see it i won't believe that it's coming out but i'm i'm pretty sure it's coming out in december so it's coming out um, yeah (laughs) i am excited to see it to be honest i feel like the stakes are kind of high people are expecting it to be a great movie will it live up to the hype i think it will I think because it has so much to lose, James Cameron will have taken every precaution to ensure that it doesn't lose and that it is a smash hit. So, yeah, I'm expecting it to be a very good movie. What about you, Matt?
1: I'm expecting it to be a very good movie, too. It's going to be a good movie. Like It's going to be huge when it comes out, but now we're kind of desensitized to movies like Avatar. When it, came, it was a novelty when it came out in 2009. 2009 we hadn't seen anything like it now there's these big action spectators there's like a new avatar every year it's just called like avengers infinity war or the next big thing star wars like we've seen a lot of big blockbusters like that so we're going to be a little u- more used to seeing an avatar-esque movie but yeah those are my thoughts like it's not going to blow us out of the water like the first one and that only blew us out of the water because we hadn't seen that stuff done before that's mm. those are my thoughts yeah, but no, more to totally come fair. on yeah
0: so yeah, thanks everybody for the submission. So now we're going to spin on over to the um, the draw, which I've actually compiled everyone's names into a wheel. Nice. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see that there's now a wheel that has popped up on the video, and I'm going to spin it. All right, Justin, congratulations on nice. winning the draw. Very happy for you. they often submitted questions and answers to our questions and yeah yeah so yeah congrats justin um well deserved and um we'll be in touch let us know what you want we said it'd be custom so whatever you want if you want like a hoodie t-shirt um i don't know what else there is honestly Long puzzle leaf.
1: yeah <laughs>
0: mug you know we got mugs on deck as well That's let true. us know and uh, we'll be in touch second congrats again and, yeah thanks a lot everybody for participating in the um the draw Now we'll hop over into our final segment, which we do every episode now, Random Recommendations. Uh, I actually have a ton of stuff that I've watched recently, so I don't know if we'll get into all of them, but I do want to talk about the first one, Christopher Nolan's movie Tenet. I finally got around to watching that. Very confusing movie, uh, as I was expecting, honestly. I watched with subtitles. No spoilers, but... There were some like I watched a YouTube tenet explained video and it confused me even more. There are some crazy <laughs> leaps being made here as to yeah. who certain characters are supposed to be and how anyone would make those um assumptions correctly. I don't know. Like I I'd have to rewatch it to see if I pick up on stuff. I was a big fan of Robert Pattinson though. He was really good in the movie. Mm-hmm. John David Washington was pretty solid too. Like he's um Kind of charismatic, but not super, but he was he was good. I'm ashamed to say I didn't recognize Kenneth Branagh. I didn't even know that was him in the movie. I think it was the Russian hmm. accent, I guess, that threw me off. When I looked up the cast after and I saw his name was high, I was like, what? He was in this? Um, yeah, it was, it was a so, like entertaining movie for sure. A little long, but it did have a lot of good action. I do like that it was an original concept, like moving in reverse, in time, but very confusing. Like, what were your thoughts on Tenet, Matt?
1: My thoughts was, I, I liked watching it, but I, I feel no need to ha- to like go back and figure it out. Like my mom, after the movie was trying to like dissect it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I cared that much, mm, yeah. but i was I was following the movie up until like the point with the two like hallway scenes and the like the car chase and then i the, the movie completely lost me so for about an hour I was just scratching my head in the theater, which never happened so i I don't think I like that feeling right I do owe it a rewatch though honestly i do i I can't just judge it on one watch. It's all about the second watch, so it's true yeah
0: yeah it's on Netflix, so check it.
1: I only have one movie, Eric. I've had like slammed at work the last two weeks. But did you want to go ahead before I do mine? Sure. Do another one yeah, or sure. okay?
0: Well, I watched two of the the movies from this franchise. I rewatched Black okay. Panther, and I went to see Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Oh. Is that the movie that you were gonna say?
1: No, actually, I haven't had the time to go to the theater. Might not be till a couple weeks actually. But no, I'm I'm curious. Like okay. the second one, like, what'd you think?
0: yeah, I really liked it. It was my favorite Marvel movie of this year, for sure it um, and like we said, we knew that it had it had to deliver in my opinion, it did I know okay. I know some people who didn't love it as much as me, but the more I think about it, the more I liked it, and I really like what they did with the movie like it's a it's a very emotional movie. I was expecting it to be, but it was even more so than I thought it was gonna be, so. Wow! Very well done by the Ryan Coogler, the director, cast, and crew. They all did a great job. Great performances. Like, Letitia Wright and Angela Bassett particularly killed it. Yeah, it was a good movie. And I would like to see it again. I don't know if I'll go see it again in theaters, to be honest. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing how it holds up on rewatch. Because Love and Thunder, not as good on rewatch. Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. kind of the same. But... I rank Wakanda forever above both of them for sure. Like there's no way this movie on rewatch is worse than love and thunder. There's no way completely different movies. and a sign that they should be making movies more like this. And obviously this is like an impossible feat and wouldn't want all movies to be as emotional there, but maybe ease up on the jokes all the time and pump some more serious content is what I would recommend which it looks like Ant-Man and the Wasp, if you've seen the trailer, which I have, it went against my own rule, it does look like it's going to be more serious, which, like, stuff, it should get darker in the MCU now. Like, it can't always be good times out here. No, Black Panther, really good movie. And Black Panther 1 is so good. Like, it's uh, 100% top five Marvel movie in my books. No questions asked.
1: All right, I'm really excited to watch it now. I was was before, but now I really am, like, we're gonna talk about it some more basically. I, I gotta watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I'll just I'll jump into the movie I watched. I don't wanna rattle movies all night, but uh okay, so the movie I watched, it's a war movie on Netflix called All Quiet on the Western Front. It's a German movie that came out this year. It's a remake of like Actually, they did a couple of remakes. It's based on a book, and the movie's been remade twice. Um, it's a, a German perspective in World War One of a soldier, young, like seventeen-year-old soldier, with his buddies. It's a it's a very much an anti-war movie. It's not like Hacksaw Ridge or Saving Private Ryan or any of those like great action war movies. This is more of a character study, what this person goes through in the trenches, his transformation the movie sometimes feels episodic. It's not like moving from scene to scene. It's showing like them now, them, them in nine months later. Like it's, it's cutting back and forth, very European thing to do actually in cinema. Um, I love the movie. I thought it was super powerful. Some scenes were hard to watch Eric. I had to like, like I stopped the movie. At one point I watched it in two parts because I was like, okay, this is getting intense. I need to get to bed now and like just digest what I've seen really like gory and like shocking war images basically. So yeah, I recommend the movie a lot. It's not going to be for everyone. It's not an action paid, action packed, super fast paced movie. It's just a solid drama, very anti-war message. Um, but yeah, that's all quite on the Western front on Netflix. I would watch it, Eric. I think it's really great.
0: Okay. I've heard of it. I've seen people talk about it on Twitter, so I'll definitely add it to the list. hundred percent. Yeah. I have a few others like movies. I'm not done watching this, but i'm gonna finish it just because i do want to see where it ends up going which apparently is not that good it's um don't worry darling have you seen this matt i have not my guy harry styles stock is going down like this is some <laughs> tough acting in here like okay every scene it's a different accent like Alice, we have to get out of here. And it's like, all right, so we're we having steaks for dinner or what? Like, It's just like all over the place, like British to American to Missouri. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> but some pretty poor chops in there. Okay. Yeah, it's not that good so far. And I've only heard negative things, but I do want to finish yeah. it. So, I don't know. It's not a recommendation. I'm just sharing that I'm watching <laughs> this. But what I would recommend, though, is a show called Workaholics. It's on uh, Crave hilarious show super funny it's with them um, adam devine divine and um two other guys i don't know their names but they're three buddies and they just do like dumb stuff and um, like a lot of pranks and um it's it pretty, it's pretty it's a stupid comedy show but it's very funny and I would definitely recommend if you're looking for, like, a lighthearted show, to have some laughs. Like, I've only seen the first three episodes, but I'm really enjoying it so far.
1: Yeah, I heard a, someone I work with, uh, a big fan of the show, and he's like, yeah, you should watch it. I'm like, I would if I had time to watch all these amazing shows, but... Uh, there is okay, good lot. to know. it's 30-minute 30, 30 episodes?
0: Yeah, less than that. It's like 21 minutes.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Okay.
0: Like a Tales yeah, of the I've, Jedi episode.
1: Speaking of TV, like um i haven't been watching any shows right now i really want to get back into andor but like i don't know i've just been burned out i've been so busy do, like doing winter prep stuff um oh you know what i'll just mention it quickly i did watch werewolf by night
0: okay what'd you think
1: loved it Let's go. phenomenal Let's go. i was glued to my i watched it like in bed one late one night on my phone i was glued to my phone it was awesome love the style yeah good amazing recommendation eric
0: okay nice thanks yeah. well I, I thought you would like it to be honest like were they did they not have a lot of homages to old school yeah. horror in there
1: a hundred percent you you were dead on with your like your review of it basically
0: i was a huge fan of the the like ted i thought he looked yeah. very cool like it was a very well done well made practical effects creature yeah. really good and the violence, man, did I not say? like It's definitely some stuff that we haven't seen in Marvel before.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right, good. You were dead on. Glad you enjoyed it. I have one more show that I'm only two episodes in out of six for the first season. It's called The White Lotus. Have you heard of this, Matt?
1: I have. I have.
0: Yeah. So, so far, nothing crazy going on. It's uh, They're just introducing the setting and the context of it all. A lot of good actors and actresses in there, like Alexandra Daddario, um, Connie Britton. There's um, who else? The guy who plays Plop in The Office is in it. <laughs> a few others. I'm I don't know their names off the top. Sydney Sweeney is in it actually. So no, it's Yes, a, it's I heard that. <laughs> pretty pretty solid cast. Yeah. yeah, it's a good show. Well, like okay, actually, oh, right, nice. hold up. It's um, I'm interested to see where it goes because not much has happened. But I'm, they're ah, okay. teeing something up in how all these people at a resort are going to, like, storylines are going to converge, right? The White Lotus is basically a resort that people stay at, like, very exclusive, rich, high society. And Got it. all these people have their own little backgrounds and conflicts that they're dealing with, like whether it be a newlywed couple, a very wealthy family, a single woman. And they're all going to converge in one way. Because they're all starting to interact together now. And uh, I don't know where it's going to go. I hope it goes somewhere good. I'll definitely keep you posted. I will finish this show. Okay. I know I've said a bunch of shows and I haven't even finished them. But (laughs) this one I will follow through with. So, yeah, White Lotus, HBO. And they got very good reviews. So, it is a reputable show. I have three more things that are not movie related. They're very easy, small tidbits. Okay. The first one is personally, I'm just trying to swear less. So whenever I have the urge to drop an F-bomb, I just dial it in, you know? That was very hard to do in my hockey game where we lost 7-4 last night, but it's different rules on the ice. But in general, in real life, I'm just trying to tone it down. I feel like that's a, just something I'm part I'm sharing with the listeners that maybe recommendation. Try to, if and when possible, swear less. Next thing, smile more. So swear less, smile more. I find that whenever I'm just like doing something or maybe doing nothing, out of character, I know. And I just notice that my face is just like in some sort of resting, like just no smile Beach situation. Face. I'll just smile and then I just feel a little better and like you're being conscious of not that you always need to be smiling, but it's just an instant mood yeah uplifter i think and um yeah. yeah good practice to put into effect
1: um yeah you don't want to have like the resting male bitch face all the time right like uh, not that you have that eric you, you don't it. but like you know and you smile in public at work absolutely good great you said you had one more tidbit
0: yeah um I'm, i've gotten big time back into the orange game you know <laughs> blood naval tangerine you name it i'm in it and uh it's vitamin c intake very good snack i would recommend oranges to the people it is the season right. i believe and uh, just a nice little uh a boost
1: all right yeah i hate oranges so
0: well to the others who <laughs> can tolerate the oranges get back on it would recommend all right that's it nice
1: that's all i got Awesome. Yeah, I don't have much. I'm gonna have more the next time we do this p- for sure.
0: Counting on it, but it's all good. Yeah, I'll come yeah. up with other stuff like oranges and uh, swear less, <laughs> if not if if need be. So Same. yeah, episode one hundred in the books. Wow. Any final notes, Matt? Yeah,
1: just it's been a crazy episode tonight. Like we've talked about so. Much. I feel like we could have talked about so much more too. Like elaborated on some of the stuff, but this was just like a little appetizer episode on like the segments we did little recap of the year um no thank you everyone that's been with us so far thank you congrats to justin our winner of the the draw and thank you everyone to submitted a who submitted a question and who's listened i just want to say thank you it means a lot to me and hope you're having a great time right now and thank you
0: 100 percent. thanks a lot everybody for listening stay tuned for episodes dropping every two mondays continue to stay safe love you all and yeah peace congrats again justin